the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh God, I ask you right now, God, and that you will have me behind the cross, that you give me accessibility to the men's third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh God, I pray right now that you would bring an anointed in this place to bring forth revelation, to bring forth teaching and enlightenment and awareness, God, that you will open up our consciousness and our spiritual realm and to the next place, oh God, that we can receive ye the word of God. God, I pray that you would tell the follow grounds of our heart, oh God, that make preaching, teaching easy and receptible for your people. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. We're going to be in Numbers, the 13th chapter. And we're going to be in Numbers 14. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. God, I ask you right now, God, that you would do what needs to be done. Oh, God, I pray right now, God, that you would come in and do what needs to be done. That you would come forth, God, and I break and I bind every unclean spirit, every spirit of distraction, every spirit, God, that's going to hinder the word of God. Oh, God, I pray right now, God, that you would do what needs to be done. Oh, God, I break the back of the enemy now. Oh, God, I pray right now, God, that you would come in like never before. And, God, that you would bring forth revelation that your people will have a word, a now word for this season and what is going on in America. America. If I was going to pick a topic today, it would be the Joshua generation. This is the greatest revival that's coming in the land. Everything that you're seeing now is pushing us to this great revival. And the Joshua generation is coming up on the rise. And it's already here, but it's gone on and it's picked up another speed. You need to understand what God is doing in this hour. God is going to send a wind of an anointing. But before the wind and the first round, the anointing comes and this great revival, there's got to be a pressure. There's got to be an explosion. There's got to be a transformation in our thoughts and our mind. There's got to be a shake up and a shake out. You need to understand that the hand of the Lord is moving in this land. Anybody that's born again, I didn't say saved. I didn't say they believed in the God. But I'm saying the people that saved and blood washed, they understand that the greatest revival is coming in the land. And you got to understand something that Joshua generation is lining up with the Elijah anointing. You got to understand before the second coming of Jesus Christ, there's going to be an arrival coming and there's going to be a spirit in the moving in the land like the spirit of Elijah. Elijah anointing is coming before the great revival. And you need to understand something that's second of the coming of the Lord and is at hand and I'm rejoicing and I'm glad about it. You need to see what God is doing. I'm excited about what God is doing. I know that he's doing something great. I know any time before the greatest revival comes up that we got to be put up on some type of pressure. We got to be put up in some type of exterior so we can appreciate what the Lord our God is doing. We done got eased in Zion and now Zion is shaking in heaven and he's shaking earth and I'm glad that God is hand is moving strong in the land and I'm glad that I'm not still counting out as the ones that he's not going to use you got to understand something only the people that have the spirit of Christ are the ones that's going to move in this land he said my people know me by my spirit he said if you don't have my spirit you are the son of the devil and you need to understand something the greatest thing that's coming now is persecution within the church. You got to understand something. The world can't persecute the church like we could persecute our own selves. Joshua's name means deliverer. Yahweh is deliverance. Numbers the 13th chapter. I'm going to go to verse 1 and 3 and go down to 16 and 20. Then I'm going to go back to 13, 25 to 33. And the Lord said to Moses, saying, send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. You got to understand something. Everything, the earth is the Lord and the fullness in it. He was just already bringing Israel into a place that he had already ordained. You got to understand something. When we don't occupy what God is saying at that time, he allow your enemies to come in that you got to force them out. From each tribe of your fathers, you shall send a man, everyone, a leader among them. Going down to verse 16, then God is numbering all the 
tribes huh, and all the people that went out to represent the land. Huh? You got to understand what God is doing. Huh? So what your granddaddy didn't inherit huh, or your great-great-granddaddy and your great-great-grandfather, huh, God said because of the prayers, huh, because of things that were held up huh, and they got to a place, they didn't honor me. Huh? So God said I had to allow an enemy to come in. I had to allow some giants to come into the land. Huh? And when people get into a place, they start creating their own laws. And you need to understand what is happening. These are the names of the men who spy Moses sent to spy out the land. And Moses called, it says, Hosha. It says the son of Nun. It says Joshua. So verse 17, Numbers 13 and 17, it says, So Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way into the south. It says, And go up to the mountains and see what the land is like. Whether the people who dwell in it are strong or weak, few or many. It says, Whether they says whether the land they dwell in is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. And it says whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are, says right here, forest there is not. But be of good courage. See, there's going to be some work behind this thing. God already knows, but sometimes he lets you go through the process to let you see for yourself because God said, if I would have told you, you wouldn't have believed me. So, but when you go out and spy it out for yourself, now you get to see it firsthand. What I already knew. Be of good courage. Nobody should be the faith of heart. Nobody should be encouraged because God sends the word before you walk into it. Anytime you think you're ready to go through a trial or something that's going to shake up your life and almost cause you to lose your faith in God, he sends a word. And it says, and bring back some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the season of the first ripe grapes. But I want to talk to you about something. When we talk about forefathers, God gave me this. And I want you to see something. When people start talking about forefathers, when they start talking about different things, you got to understand something. These people had a certain mindset already established. When I look at America and I look at all the things that's going on in the world, you got to understand something about our forefathers. The reason why God had to allow some things to die out and why God is allowing some things to transpire out. And I looked up in the definition about our American founding father. talked about George Washington, John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, James Moore, and says Benjamin. And see, these were all people that had a system going. So even while they were out there traveling from Egypt, going into the, um, to the promised land, huh, there were, they were starting to develop huh, a system huh, within a system that God had not already ordained because God had already brought them out of Egypt. Huh. He was trying to bring them into a, a promise that they, he was trying to fulfill what they had promised their forefathers. But because they had developed a system, it caused God to switch some things around. So they went up and spied out the land. It says, from the wilderness of Zion, as far as, it says, Rahab, near the entrance of Hamath. This is verse 21. Then I'm going on down to 25. It says, and they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. I want to tell you something. So they were in the, out there, they were doing all of these things. They were spying out the line. They went and did half of what God has said. But when you could do what God say, but have a different 
frame of mindset doing the work of God. That's why you got to make sure that your spirit is connected to what God is saying, not what you think you're hearing God say. So even though they went out there and spied out the land, they still had a, a, a system in their head what it was going to be like, even though that God had given them instructions. So that's why you find some people in the church, they always stumbling and falling, but yet they hear the word, but yet there's no fruit or manifestation because they have a system already built within them because of the forefathers. So you need to understand what is going on. And God already knew this, what was going on. Just like America and all the things that was what that's going on now, there's a system. But the system was never meant for the poor. It was never meant for the pit, the widow, the prostitute, or the lame and the poor and the broke, even a medical society. It was not meant for the poor. Of the brokenhearted, it was always meant for the rich. Because the forefathers of the 12 tribes, the leaders of the 12 tribes that went out and spied out the land, huh? you got to understand something. They had a system. Because in Egypt, they had developed a way of maneuvering. But when they didn't understand God, because they were in a place for almost what so many years of, of being persecuted in Egypt, they didn't understand that God was bringing liberation and freedom. So I want to let you know that while they were out there spying up the land, and now we're going to find out after 40 days, you've been there 40 days, and yet that system was stealing you. But a lot of things in us are still in us, but we're not aware of it. But until God allows some things to happen in the earth realm, it shows you what is lying beneath. I don't know what's on the deep waters until our God opens up my Red Sea. Verse 25, it says, and they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. So they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Paran and Kedash. They brought back word to them and to all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. They saying, wait a minute. It's everything that you said. If it's everything that God said, why are you bringing me back a bad report? You got to understand something. There's a system in us. That's why deliverance is needed. To break down our system or our will. Because of Babylon, of the world system that is inside of us. Yeah, I told you, you are birthed out in this world. So when you birthed out in this world, you are to receive the spirit of the world. Except that a man is born again. Washed in the blood, the system will always be in you. And you're going to always be serving Benjamin. Benjamin Franklin is always going to be in you. George Washington is always going to be in you. John Adams is always going to be in you. Thomas Jefferson is always going to be in you because you were birthed out in their system. They are the forefathers, the founding fathers of America, and you want to know why God is sending revival. Because of the system got to be destroyed. flowing with milk and honey. You in America. There's no place like America. I have been a few places around the world but I have not found no other place like America. It is flowing with milk and honey. The grapes and the fruit is unnumerable. People come from all over the world to be a part of this system. The Joshua generation is coming forth and is here to stay. Verse 28, it says, nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of 
Am it says Anak there. It says the Amaleks dwelt in the land of the south. The Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwelt in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwelt by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. I got to break this down to you. You got to see what they're saying. And what they're letting you know, that there was a system there that was greater than their system that was in their mind. And these giants that we're seeing that they faced, these are the giants that's in the land. They're called the old laws. These were the laws that was in the land, the establishment that was in the land. Just like when people go over there, they have to abandon their laws and customs to form up with us, or they're an outcast, or they don't pass through customs. And you got to see that there was a system that was being derived and that uh, there was a, something coming up out of this. And the, 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 the 12 uh, people that went out and spied the land, huh, they saw that they had a system that was there. And you will always have people with an old mindset. They don't want to change. And sometimes changing interferes with their wallets or their purses because their money was finna change. You got to understand something. When they left Egypt, they came out with all the gold and the silver. So they came out wealthy. But see, God was trying to bring them into another wealth. That's why certain people in this land, they will only get attained a certain wealth. If you do what the elite say do, you will attain that wealth. But God was breaking this system within themselves because they were looking at the laws that was in the land. They were looking at the giants. They were looking at these customs. They were looking at all of these different type of, um, of tribes that was out there. Even though they were living in, amongst the land and all of this in the mountaintops and all of this, but they didn't know how to defeat them because they're looking at what their, what, what their system is doing. But there's a system of God which is called the kingdom of God. There's a system that is greater and higher than the, the earthly system that they were in, even the system that we're living in now. So let's go on down. Verse 30. Then Caleb. It says, quieten the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession. So you got to remember, he's not a part of the system because he's believing what God has said. That's why there's going to be certain people in the church that's going to make it in and certain people that's not. Because they can't get set free from the system and the doctrine of men. And so this is what is going on now. And it says, quieten the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession for we are well able to overtake them. Joshua and Caleb were the only two who urged the people to take the land. So he said, quiet down. I want you to hear what they're saying. But I saw something else different. Faith speaks different than people that don't have faith. But yet they're in the system. But they're not all the way in. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, the land though which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants and all the people whom we saw in there 
or men of great stature. Talk about the Nephilims. I told you it was a system. It was a, the Nephilims ain't nothing but the laws of the land. Because how, if your laws are strengthened, the people are strengthened. If your laws are weak, they are weak. It depends on how strong the police force is. If it's a weak force, it's not going to make a stand. It's always going to be loopholes in it. I want you to see everything that's going on. Verse 33, it says, there we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, it says, came from the giants, and we were like grasshoppers in, in, it says, in our own sight, and so we were, it says, were in their sight. It doesn't matter who your statute is. It doesn't even matter where you come from. What matters is that God is with you. Who can be against you? And you got to understand something about this system. A lot of times deliverance is really breaking a system of thought in within us to change a pattern that is much needed. That's what deliverance is. Verse 4, going down to chapter 14. It says, then all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people, it says, wept that night. It says all the people were, says were not, all of the people that was, they were doing all this crying, guess what? All of them were not old people, they were young people. It says when you're young, you are not fearful like when you are old. So all the people that was whining and crying, they were not all against what, what, um, the, um, what Caleb was saying. Uh, this was a silent cry that came out of the children that they birthed out. Because one thing about a child, when they are crying out and yelling, they are like, Mom, you're, you're just going to stay out here with us? You're not going to go out and fight? You're not going to help us take possession of the land? So there was another cry that came out of chapter, of uh, uh, Numbers, um, Numbers 14 chapter. There's a Joshua generation that was crying out way back then because they wanted change. They wanted to go into a promised land. They did not want to be wandering. And they were against their forefathers. And this is what is going on. And I'm going to read Numbers 14, and I'm going to tell you what the Lord is telling me. Go to verse 2. It says, and all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in, the, in this wilderness. It says, why has the Lord brought us to this land to fall by the sword, that our wives and children should become victims? Would it not be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to one another, let us select a leader and return to Egypt. And I got to give you what God is saying. It says our forefathers would not listen to change. They did not have the knowledge or the capacity to move forward. I looked at the word capacity. It says the maximum amount that something can contain the amount that something can produce. They could not produce no more. So they came back because of the system that was in that was benefiting them, but they were not benefiting their children because why would you take your children back to a place of bondage? The Joshua generation. There's a great revival coming. It is starting here. So the older people were murmuring and complaining, but their children were angry and they were getting agitated. They did not have the faith which caused them to wander in the wilderness for 40 years.
wondering. And it was like a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration. They got complacent. And they got confascinated and charmed by the wilderness. If I've been in a place of bondage making bricks and stuff without straw for years, why would you think when I go into a place that I think that I'm free in the wilderness, but yet I'm really not. I'm just passing through it, but they couldn't understand it. So they developed a system because they were already in a system of being persecuted. So they didn't understand that the enemy had charmed their minds and made the wilderness seem fascinating to them because it was a different environment, but yet it produced nothing. So they became fascinated by their wilderness experience. How many times you know people, they become fascinated by their wilderness experience and they stay there 40, 30 years. Some of them even die. Our forefathers got lazy in the wilderness, but their children became restless and agitated. Agitated, a feeling or it says, appearing troubled or nervous. But the children was ready to move forward. Because of the forefathers, we can't. Look and see what's going on in the world. Who is in the streets protesting? It is our children from our forefathers. Because they agitated about the system and the giants in this land. And they're going to do whatever it takes. If it costs them their life, I'm going to defile you. I'm going to riot. I'm going to pause you. Everything that you did to me in my wilderness, 400 years of slavery, I'm turning it around. And I'm going to make your grandchildren be on our sides and ride in the streets. There's a great revival going. And it's coming with the fire and the power of the Holy Ghost. And the Joshua generation is on the forefront and is leading it now. But it was read right here. When they bought back the bad report, these people are ready to move forward. These people are sick and tired of it. Where our mamas and daddies, some of them have died out and some of them are just saying that's just the way the system is. That's just the way the world is. They've been doing it for 100 years. But now there's something in us that's not giving us no rest. There's a fire burning and it's a radical change that God is causing in this land. You need to understand something. Instead of fighting against this last revival, get in your face and pray and seek the face of God. And you need to understand what God is saying. You you got to understand something. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It says, "If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, our forefathers didn't humble themselves. They got comfortable and lazy in it, and they rejected God. But these children that's coming up in this Joshua in the generation, they just don't have it in their mouth. They got it in their strength and their bones, and they want progress and they won't change." And there's nothing you will be able to do because there's a radical change that's going on. There's a metamorphosis going on. There's a thing that's going on in the spirit realm. And it's building up. Something about a pressure cooker, when it builds up, then it explodes. But guess what? When the food comes out, it's just this tender and it's just this moist and everything else. You got to understand something. There's a tie down of old flesh. pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. You need to see what's going on. God is doing something in this Jets Joshua generation and this thing that's going on. You need to understand God is moving. God is tearing down some things. He's got to understand that God is in the forefront of a lot of things that we think and it's the devil but it's God that's doing it. God is shaking things up. God is moving by his power and by his spirit and we 
Joshua because the Joshua generation is not taken down. They're not going back to the old way. They're not going back to the old system. And her place has got to come down. And they're going to give their life for that thing which Jesus Christ has already done. They're walking with it in power. See, we say we had faith and we had the word, but we didn't have the power and the demonstration. The kingdom of God suffered violent and the violent take it back by force. They're coming up against a system that has been placed for years, that it did not benefit them. It only benefited a certain select of people. And now they're agitated. They want to change. Let's go back to the 14th chapter. Verse 5. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before all the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua and the son of Nun, Caleb, the son of Jonah, who were among those who had spied out the land toward their clothes. Listen to seeing what's going on. They knew the consequences and what it was going to cause. I want you to see what is going on. God is doing something new in the earth. And the people that don't understand it and walking in a place of fear, and they're fearing to this and they're fearing to that. Fear has allowed a lot of people to stay in their homes after COVID. They don't even want to even leave their house. And these are saved people. But the world is going on and doing everything that they normally do. They're not letting COVID or nothing keep them down. You've got to understand something. That's why this next revival, God is pulling them out of the Jordan. He's taking them from out of the world. And it's going to show the church, I don't need you like you think that I did. Even though I blessed you, but I've caused another generation to come. That's going to overshadow your anointing because you didn't walk out in faith. We kept building bigger buildings. We kept getting more bigger lamp chandeliers. We kept building all of this stuff because we were just housing ourselves in with all the money, with all the labor and all the flocks and all the people. We were just going to stay shut in. But God wanted us to go out in the streets and the highways and preach Jesus Christ to a dying world. So God had to come in, send a spirit in the land to cause the people to shut down what I have not already been a part of for years because they have not obeyed me. That's why the God is still dealing with the five-fold ministry. That's why it's still going to be some more people in high places are going to fall. That's why the church is not going to be the same way it's going to be running before because there's a new word. There's a new system that's coming up front and God is in the forefront of it because the people have not done what they said they were going to do and they made a lot of promises to God and God has blessed the church, has blessed all of the five-fold ministries but yet we sit back mommy complaining because we made up a system within God's system and we we are not allowing God to be God in our lives. So, so God had to send a wind by. He had to send a storm by to shut us down and close the doors in order for a change to come. And the Joshua generation is picking up another steam. We love the world more than we love God. If my people which are called by my name will humble themselves. We're not trying to humble ourselves. Before we repent and say that we're sorry, we'll, we'll laugh over, we'll jump and shout over. And the thing about it is we do it with such ease and such grace. But that ease and grace is nothing but a snake working in you. But you don't understand that God is looking for a humble heart. He's looking for a repentant soul that he can use in this hour. He's looking for somebody that's humble in heart, humbling in spirit. The Joshua generation is on the rise. There were some good things about the old system. But then there was a whole lot of things that was bad about the system. You got to understand something. That's why God is moving and changing things. God said, I'm not saying there won't be laws, but the laws that's here now has to change. 14 and 7. It says, and they spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel saying, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. I'm reinforcing it. But yet you're not hearing. 
There's going to be a lot of people in church that's going to move forward. But there's going to be so many people that's not going to move forward because they fail to hearken to the voice of change. Hearken to the voice of the Lord. That Bible said that's why wide is the gate, narrow is the pathway, and few are going to find it. Because the change that's being, um, that's, that's coming up, that's merging up, the change that's coming up out of the deep waters, uh, you need to understand something. That's why your children got a deeper revelation than you. Because it's been drawn from a deeper place. Uh, their experiences in God are differently. Uh, they're going through different things differently than you. Uh, you got to understand something the forefathers back in the day didn't understand the change that was happening now. Uh, but it was always in your children. Uh, there was a running, there was a growing, there was an agitated spirit because they were not comfortable because they knew you were in the church, but you acted one way in the church and then you act like a devil at the house and God said, now I'm bringing the same thing that was in your house to judge you, but it's going to be in the street judging you and you go so busy because you're not delivered over yourself. When you see your children on the TV, you're going to be ashamed, but God said, I caused them and I gave them this radical anointing to bring about a change so you can see how you got back and sat there and got comfortable. But God says, I'm working. You need to see. We got lazy in the wilderness. And our children became restless and agitated. They wanted change. You need to see this. Verse 14, Numbers 14 and 9. It says, only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of the land, for they are our bread. <laughs> Their protection has departed from them. <laughs> do you understand this? <laughs> you got to understand something. <laughs> There's going to be something that's going to happen just like the end time, but God said it's not going to be. <laughs> he said there going to be wars and rumors of wars. We've been hearing that now, but there anointing that's merging up. You got to understand something. There's going to be a lot more gun shooting. But God said everybody's not going to die like they used to do. God says I'm going to send angels bound them. They're going to shoot them and touch them. You got to think that you're living in the book of Revelations with those two witnesses. But God says there's going to be anointing and a hedge of protection because they got the mission to do in this last hour. And people are going to be nays. But the children of God are only going to get stronger. The larger generation are only going to get stronger because they're going to see the hand of God protecting them. But you worried about God feeding you. But God says no man lives by bread alone. But by everybody by the mouth of God that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Their body is coming from heaven. You need to see what God is saying. We done got fat and lazy in the wilderness. Verse 10, it says, and all the congregation said to stone them with stones. <laughs> oh, oh, but this Joshua generation uh, that's flowing on the same lines of the Elijah anointing, you got to understand something. You ain't going to be able to stone it. You got to understand that Dave's a st a Stephen is gone. Uh, ain't going to be no more stoning. God said, I'm in the last hour now and I'm doing a new thing. Uh, but even though it may look like it's the same, uh, but God says, I'm moving in a different way. Uh, he said, the Stephens that got stoned now are not going to be like the Stephen that got stoned back in the day. He said the heaven is not only going to open up. He said, but I'm sending help now. You got to see what God is saying in this hour. Now the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle meetings before all the children of Israel. It says, and the Lord said to Moses, how long will these people reject me? <laughs> oh, we don't think that we're rejecting God. <laughs> we don't think <laughs> by us not doing it is rejecting what he has told us to do. It ain't about if you're going to make it to heaven. The thing about it now, are you doing what you have been ordained to do, been born in the earth to do in this Babylon society? God says, I told you from your mother's womb. I've ordained you. He said, wake up, Elijah. Wake up, Jeremiah. Wake up now. I've called you to do all of these things. He says, where is Ezekiel? You got to see me in the middle 
the will. You got to know that I am God. And besides me, there is no other. You need to understand what God is moving. You need to understand why you were brought here. You need to understand that he ordained you as a prophet to do what I told you to do. To stand before generals. Be stand before the governmental system. And declare the works of the Lord. And you're going to see more riots in the White House. You need to understand something. I'm not worried about Trump. I'm not worried about Biden. What I'm worried about is am I doing what God has called me in the last hour? You need to understand something. You got to see what God is doing in this hour. God said, I'm going to show you I'm going to allow them to break in the White House. He said it's already corrupted. He said I just showed you how easy for me to get my hands in it. You need to see what God is doing in this hour. He said, people miss my moving my hand moving. All they saw was Trump supporters. <laughs> Military forces. Let me tell you something. Can't nobody just walk up in, in the governmental system. If it's weak, it's going to fall. It's not going to, it's going to be always be loopholes. But God said that was a strong system and I allowed it. If no other place is secure, it's D.C. You need to understand what God is doing. That's why he's causing fire in the street. You need to see what God is saying in this hour. You need to see it. And how long will they not believe me with all the signs which I have performed among them? <laughs> we missing what God is doing. <laughs> this is the beginning of the great revival. There's always a massive destruction before revival. A revival always comes after the rain and the storms of life. This generation is taking back, fighting back for what is right. Their inheritance, your inheritance, you're so busy thinking that is, is inheriting land and the 40 acres which they're never going to give the black race. You need to understand what God is doing in this hour. This inheritance is for you to live here in this land and have victory and have dominion and power and that everything because of the light of God and the blood that's shining in on you in the garment. You need to understand something, the cake that you wear, just like when they killed the goats and the bulls, whatever it is, when they covered Adam and Eve, that same thing coached you and it's covered in the blood. You need to understand God is not doing nothing new. He's pulling back what he said in the old and bringing it now so that cake that covered Adam and Eve is covering you in this land. And you don't have an understanding and a revelation to understand what God is doing. He said, because I shed my blood and I allowed you to be covered that you can walk in any of the inhabitants and claim your land in Canaan. But God said, you worried about the Amaleks, the Hittites, the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, that you don't see me. And then my heart bleeds. Coming up to the knowledge, but never uh, coming up into the truth and knowledge who Jesus Christ is. Who Jesus Christ is when you and him become one. I told you being a hand was not off. We just took it off because it was before our time. But now the things that the prophets of old have said. I told you everything that they said and done was not bad. You got to understand we are gods in the earth. But you don't understand because you allowed pride. You allowed yourself to be a, a part of the system. And you didn't understand what God was doing. So now that God said, now your children are going to be just like me and perform these things. He said signs and wonders should follow those that believe. Their belief system is different, but yet it's more fortified and tied up in me. You need to see what's going on. This revival is going to be in the streets, not in the four walls. And if you are scared, you will not be a part of this revival. This is the beginning of a great revival. No one would be able to control this revival. You got to understand something. Uh, that, uh, you're going to understand something that even uh, the cops are not going to be able to contain this. Uh, you got to understand something. There's more people than it is cops. Uh, you got to understand something. Uh, and God is sending legions and legions of angels in the earth uh, because there's a shaking and there's an awakening going on. Uh, God is saying, You've been agitated. Uh, you've been frustrated and restless too long. Uh, now I'm going to allow it to explode. Uh, and when 
when it explodes, no man will be able to contain you. No jail cell will be able to contain you. Nobody pulling water on you through a water hose back in the 60s will not be able to contain this revival. There's going to be bloodshed in the street. But God says, don't worry about it. He said, knowing that my hand is moving strong in the land, you will not be defeated. consists of people from all over the world all walks of life <laughs> you got to understand something people coming far near they were part of this revival look what is happening now people coming from everywhere to be a part of this move of God. But see, you are so in the system, you just say it's history in the making. But God said, it's just my word. He said, I've been doing wars and wars for years. I've been causing confusion in the land. Anytime my people did not obey me, I caused a confusion in the land. Now it ain't just one prophet. Now I done put a spirit of prophet. He said, in the last hours, your sons and your daughters would prophesy. Old men were being dreamed dreams. He said, now they're gonna prophesy in the street. They're going to dream dreams bigger than you. You need to understand what is going on. God is moving strong in the land. The word is going to be fulfilled like never before. You better catch on fire or you're going to get consumed by the fire and be laid out there in the street bleeding because you're not covered in the blood. And the angels did not surround you because you were part of the old system. Why would you? Why would you think revival will come when things are good? The best revivals come after a storm or a trial in life. You're so busy thinking God is going to revive you now. You ain't going through nothing. <laughs> Why? Because you don't have no cake and ice cream. Because your pastor can't serve you on Sundays. They ain't doing all the fasting and praying for you. <laughs> Job was making intercessions for his children, <laughs> and they kept right on sinning. Some of the soldiers that died out in COVID, some of them were well with the Lord, some of them wasn't. This Joshua generation, this great revival is on his way. You need to see. If God would have gave this revival before COVID, we wouldn't have appreciated it. We would have compared it to Azusa, but Azusa is dead. Now you living in 2021 after the most devastating thing that ever hit America and the world since the 1930s or the 1940s when the black swan flew or something that came along. But you got to understand something. This thing is more people in the earth now. It touched more lives than it ever touched. You got to understand something. God is moving in a way that he's never moved before. And God is doing it in a way that he's never done it before but yet it's an old move but it's a new move of God because it's new to the people that's here in the earth now reading about it is one thing but living and experiencing is a whole nother thing I pray that your faith will catch on fire I pray that your fire will burn from the inside and out I pray that you when you read Ezekiel can the dry bones live again I hope that you know that you were the dry bones that was living in the valley in the old system and now God is sending another Elijah in the anointing and telling you Jeremiah to wake up and these dry bones live again. But now that you think you're trying to prophesy before God, but Jeremiah knew and said, only you know, oh Lord. You got to understand something. We don't operate in our own strength and our own thank you, thank you, God-given anointing that you've got on, not on your own, but God giving it to you. And then you're trying to prophesy over God and not behind God and with the Spirit of God. And now God is shutting everything down because there's a lying prophet that's in the land. There's lying prophets in the land. And if you don't have the Spirit of God, you're going to be consumed. They're going to tell you to go. And God said, I did not tell you to go. I told you to wait. You're not going to know and understand what is happening in the land. And you're going to say, that was a lying prophet. But how can you recognize a lying prophet if you don't know the good prophet? appreciate it. Recognize the full worth. God allow 
those things that happen in the earth that cause us to be stripped of what we think we know and comfortable with. Understand the situation fully. You don't know what you think that you know. The letter kill it, but the spirit bring forth life. Recognize the full implication of. I'm giving you appreciated. This revival is coming out of a place. And these children that's got the lie, the Joshua anointing, and that's going to be going forth when the spirit and power of Elijah that's going to move. This is not the full anointing of Elijah, but it's coming. I told you something. They've been out there where y'all been sitting there doing your thing and mistreating these children. Oh, but God says, I got a way that's mighty sweet. I saw the cries in the bedroom. I saw the cries up in the cribs. I saw the cries up in the schools. I saw the cries in the home. God says I'm going to use them mightily. What they didn't even work and slave for. Where you done cut grass. You done been the church page of tithes and the offering. But God said you will not eat where you did not sow at. God said now I'm going to cause them to eat where they did not sow at. Because God said because you disobeyed me and you did not hearken to my voice. He said I'm going to use your children to turn up the world upside down. Because you didn't do what I told you to do. Because of the spirit and the power of Elijah is on the rise. And Joshua is coming forth like never before. With the fire and the power. With the anointing of God. And it's going to surely be true and not lie. You need to understand. <laughs> what God is saying. God is sending revival. And it's here and now for those that have the spirit and the power to go forth and to stand strong. I pray that your swords are sharpened. I pray that you got on your breastplate of righteousness. I pray that you gird your loins with the preparation of the gospel of truth. You need to see what is happening in this hour. God is doing something great. I'm going to go to Joshua 1 and 1. It says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all these people, to the land which I am giving to them. It said, the children of Israel... And I wanted to leave you with this. <laughs> Joshua did not take the same people who helps God out the land to fight in the land. And you need to see what God is saying and doing this hour. The same people that scouted out the land, they died out. That was the old system. God used new people in the new land to do what he's called them to do. I pray that something's been said and done. The Joshua generation, this great revival is on its way. I thank the Lord for all that he said and done. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.